Two Dads, One Dut, episode 75, Mm -mm. The Witching Hour. Boom. It's girthy football. (laughs) Yes, girthy football. Uh, The Witching Hour is brought to you by our dear friend, loyal listener, Scott Hansen, NFL Red Zoner. Uh, I didn't realize it until I was watching it illegally yesterday. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, um, He calls it the witching hour when games get into the fourth quarter and they're close. And his quote is arguably one of the most simplistic, but just like all time quotes. And it's just, I think people love it because it's Scott Hansen. He goes, we're in the witching hour, folks. This is where wins become losses and losses become wins. (laughs) Let's see what happens. And you're like, huh? What's got? But yeah, yeah, I love it. Uh, but anyways, episode 75, The Witching Hour, brought to you by First Shield Defense. First Shield Defense is a proud supporter of us, 2D1D, and they want to give its listeners the opportunity to train at an awesome discount. Message FSD on Facebook, Instagram, or their website and mention that you're a 2D1D offspringer. You'll get 50% off your first two months of a membership. They will help develop a self-defense strategy that is natural to you. Reach out to First Shield Defense today, firstshielddefense.com. Thank you. Shout them out. Shout them out. Let them know that you listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, Google, Amazon. Also, let them know you watch us on your YouTubes, you on creeps. your computers. Airstream it to your TV <laughs> like you're watching a TV show. Please and thank Whatever you. Whatever you do, come watch us. Smash that like. Hit the subscribe. Skr. <laughs> Is it time? <laughs> Is it time? <laughs> Drop that beat. wow, <laughs> <laughs> See, he needed it right there. Proper. He did. There you are. Boom. Girthy football. We are back. We're back. Two dads, one dad. Podcast. Girthy football edition. So, I realized that even though toilet news and takeaways is fun to do kind of like a quick little rundown, we're actually just really good at talking about stuff. And just, Checks out. Yeah. That's why we got a podcast. And yeah. You don't. <laughs> Taking on topics. Losers. So, for this one, I wanted to start off with the Colts change of pace no oh really because we have a lot of colts fans so i figure i mean they're shaking it up right now so i feel like we do need to talk about it so i have it right here extra extra read all about it (laughs) frank reich is finally fired uh no but i said i will always be curious um uh, as to why teams think the end-all solution is fire a head coach and so here's a few examples um to kind of back the argument and we'll see what you guys think so Gus Bradley, their defensive coordinator, was the head coach for the Jags from 2013 to 2016. Do you want to take a wild guess what that record was for old Gus? For from G- 2013 to 2016? Yeah, for GB. Uh, I bet you they had a couple wins. He won 18 games, I'm guessing. I'd say 12. He went 15 and 49. Oof. Okay. Here's a, here's a wild thought. Don't hire that guy. He fucking sucks. Literally. He's a loser. Okay. Loser. Yeah, like your winning percentage is ass. Why are you on my team? What is it to me in the world we live in now with the internet and everything's readily available? If I'm a player that I'm already probably just have an ego that's going unchecked. And if I'm some five star, you know, coming out of college, whatever, top five, top 10 draft pick, I'm not listening to you, Gus. You're not a good coach. I get that you might say some clever things or use some witty cliche banter, but you're not good. And you've proven that. So I'm what you say is gonna just fucking come come and go. Okay. In one out the other. So the next guy, John Fox. Do you remember him? Yeah, Broncos head coach, right? Yeah. He is their senior defensive assistant. 
Okay. Because that's a position that needs to be filled. Super Bowl. He was head coach John Fox. Previously, the head coach for the Panthers, Broncos, and your Bears from Chi Town. Yep. Um, his winning season breakdown for John Fox. He had five winning seasons, seven losing seasons, and three seasons where he finished eight and eight, which now can't be a thing anymore. But technically, you know, even 50-50. Uh, and I said, although he had one Super Bowl appearance in 03 with the Panthers where they lost to the Patriots, um, his three out of his five winning seasons were in Denver. And do you want to take a guess who was his fucking quarterback? Peyton Manning. You kind of inherited that one, buddy. Not really much had to go on there because the Marshall was going to just do his thing. Did you say his one Super Bowl appearance was in Carolina? Yeah. Did but he, he go with coached with, But he coached for Peyton Manning? Why did they? Yeah, that's weird that they phrased it like that. So they said he only went when he was in Carolina, but he was definitely the head coach. So two Super Bowl appearances. Yeah. Again, probably I, three, right? No, they went once. No, no they, they went back to back. Yeah, they went back to back. They lost. They got shit stomped by the Seahawks, CX, and then yeah. they beat the Panthers. I might have to look it up because they might have got rid of him. It might have been one of those where they were like, "We got to shake it up or something," even though we're really good. Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah, I'll, I'll fact check it. But yeah, either way, I mean, Peyton it. Manning was in there two out of his three years there, right? No, he was in there for three of his five winning seasons. Is my okay. point. So it's like, other than I think you did a great job of getting the Panthers to the Super Bowl, which I don't think anybody really saw you doing that. It was just one of those like. These are the Panthers with Jake DeLome? Jake DeLome, Steve or Smith. Panthers with uh, Cam Newton. No, it was Jake DeLome, Steve Smith. Who was the running back before uh, Jonathan Stewart? And they had another guy and they would like. D'Angelo Williams. D'Angelo Williams. I think it was it either. Was before that though, right? Yeah. But yeah. I, I want to say there was somebody that was kind of prevalent there. But either way, you get what I'm saying. Like he inherited. Yes, he won the Super Bowl in Denver. Okay, cool. So yeah. two su- or won the Super Bowl, um, two appearances. But again, you inherited well, that three appearances. Was it three? Well, two in Denver and then the Carolina. One. Okay. Either way, you get my yeah. point. Like you inherited that. If it's not for John Elway and just that budding friendship with him and Peyton, like you're not getting that to happen. Yeah. I don't think John Fox had a lot of pull with that. So again, it's like did Manning come because of Fox? Don't think so. Who's my Maybe. head? Who's my head coach, Johnny? Manning came because of Elway, and Mr. he was Fox? like, "This is going to be your show, Marshall." Uh, but again, it's one of those like with John Fox, and I think my whole point to that was saying like you have more losing seasons or even keel record uh, seasons than you do winning. The ones where you were winning, three of the five, you had arguably one of the best regular season quarterbacks of all time. Okay, situation was just great, but you're not Don't even say like regular season quarterbacks. Sure. He's but, one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Correct. But you're not even... But in the regular season, he's goaded. Yeah. Out the back. The best. You're not even like a an OC or a DC. Like, you're not even a... like Just a C. You're just an assistant of a senior coordinator, like, to the regional. What what are you? You're like, on the staff. Yeah. Like, at some point, I think you just need to go. And so, I put here, it was very interesting that Reggie Wayne is their wide receivers coach. Okay. And I think you're going to see... Um, things are going to change where you're going to have these players that were legends, just masters of their craft that understood the game, not just pure talent. There's going to be this like changing of the guard where now it's, you know, Brady Manning, uh, not Manning, um, Rogers, like all these guys, like you can tell they're just getting old. Like their time is about to be over. Yeah. It's Mahomes and it's Allen. It's all these younger guys. time. I think you're going to see the same thing with younger guys that were in the league. Like, kind of doing the same motion like everything's going to kind of change you know we're going to see all these old people go away i mean was is reggie wayne like good enough to teach somebody how to be a wide receiver or did he just have peyton manning and andrew luck back to back 
I would argue that Reggie Wayne probably had the talent. Like, I think Marvin Harrison was more of a product of the environment versus Reggie. Reggie just seemed like a guy where you could plug him anywhere and he's going to catch you 80 to 100 balls. He the manner. I mean, I let's look yeah. at the wide receivers. He's great. <laughs> but, no, I put here for the example, it's the video that went viral where Steve Smith was basically, like, laughed out of the room because he said that Cooper Cup was his pick. Yeah for the wide receiver, best wide receiver out of the draft class during the um, combine. Yeah. And they were like, this guy doesn't know shit. Like, you know, we get it. You played in the league, but like, you don't know. Yeah. You don't know what it's like out here. Hey, he's dead wrong. Yeah. Do you uh, want to play, play the game called uh, who was drafted before Cooper cup from the wide receiver standpoint? Mm, just the wide receivers. There's a few. Yeah. No, Corey Davis, Mike, Stud. Mike Williams. Yes. John Ross, who sidebar is the is that a rapper. No, the one pick that Cincy made that year that made me convert from a Cincy fan to a Cleveland fan because that was the year they had insert just Jonathan Allen. Like It was when Alabama's defense was stacked to the brim, like Minka Fitzpatrick, all those guys, and they picked John Ross because he ran like a 4-2-40. Yeah. Where's John Ross now? Probably not in the league. Yeah, fucking idiot. Probably running fast somewhere. <laughs> Zay Jones. Probably a track coach. Zay, <laughs> Zay Jones. Zay Jones, Curtis Samuel, and Juju Smith-Schuster. So you got what? Say Jones has been in the league that long? Yeah, right. three guys that are arguably even, you know, remotely close to what people would consider like, hey, I would I would take you on my team. Yeah. Versus Cooper Cup, who's become just the GOAT. Who are the three to you? Mike Williams, Curtis Samuel, and Juju. Yeah. But. Well, I think it goes back to where, again, I think a lot of it is with coaching, leadership just in general. Some of these guys are good at a, position like i can tell you how to be an offensive lineman how to get that scheme together i don't necessarily have the capacity to run 53 guys and make a team better correct when you're in charge of everybody it's a lot different it is than when you're the wide receivers coach when you're a star it's harder to be a coach because it was like the game was easy to you probably right and it's not easy to everybody and you're like well this is what I did when I was here, so why can't you just do that? I'm telling you how to do that. Why aren't you grasping it? Yeah. yeah. And they're just like, yeah, that's not coaching, bud. That's so you just want me just to jump me. over somebody and catch it yeah. like I'm a, a freak? Because I'm a two-star and you were a five-star. Yeah. This, yeah. this doesn't compute. No. Yeah. But I said it was interesting to me because as I was coming up with this um, talking point, they announced that Jeff Saturday was going to be the interim head coach, and I'm like, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I literally just got done talking about how these players that were, you know, solid dudes of their craft, whatever. Let's bring them in. Let's see if they can bring in like yeah. this. I don't know. A fresh showing like Mike Vrabel, you know what I yeah, mean? Like, like a player's coach. And now he's just in there. Yeah. And he's doing it. Cause I, Jeff Saturday was surprising to me, but I get it. Cause he's just an Indiana staple, but how everybody's so big on Manning. I think Peyton would be either a really good GM or a quarterback's coach. I don't think he needs to go anywhere else. Like head coach, I think is just, he would probably be smart enough to realize I can just stay in the game an infinite number of years if I'm just a talk show person yeah. and just yes, a personality. 100%. If I'm a head coach, the spotlight is on me every season until the moment I step off the field. Yeah, you never want to be the GM because then you're Michael Jordan and you're just like, 
Buddy, you're the best basketball player of all time. You can't assess talent. And then you're like, I don't know, dude. Adam Morrison's pretty good. And then you're like, ah, maybe not. But that's where I think Peyton might be good at that. But I think ultimately a QB coach would make so much sense. Or I would want to see it. You know, Manning's a damn genius. Yeah. yeah. And that's I don't, where I don't think that I don't think chess, that he man. could I don't think that he could coach though. Cause he would be that guy that's just like, why are you not grasping this? Right. Right. Like, like I told look you at what the to coverage. Do. This is what the fuck it is. Yeah. How are you not seeing this? Omaha. We're going over it all the time. Omaha. We're going over it all the time. Yeah. I saw it for 10 seconds, coach. <laughs> okay. But that to, that to be said, um, to kind of tie a bow on the, the beautiful Indianapolis Colts and their fucking turd of a season, their team is currently ranked 19th in offense and 16th in defense. So, again, they're middle of the road, not terrible, not great. And I can that's say – stats right now? Yeah. You know who's not better than I the road? Th- Honestly, that's Who? better than I thought. Jonathan Taylor. He's not. He's very bad. He's uh, hurt. But listen to this. He's trash. I said there couldn't be a, a more primed Week 10 matchup for them to do the classic come out and win it for the new coach and play rejuvenated because they're playing the Raiders. Loser leaves town. They, they're going to Vegas. They're six-and-a-half-point dogs as of right now, and all the Raiders know how to do is take 17-point leads and just hand them away. Yep. So at this point... To who? The other team. Anybody that wants them. But... Or the Jags. Good or the Jags. But my bold prediction would be... We're back! <laughs> if you guys wanted to make one as well, I'm betting that Jeff Saturday just goes to good old classic ground-and-pound football because he realizes he has Jonathan Taylor if he's healthy. Or it's just going to be the classic, like, they're going to put up just a random, like, 35 points, and you're going to be like, where was this all year? No, they're not putting up 35 points. 28. No. 31. They just get their asses beat because that's what they are now. They're not good, man. They aren't. And they I didn't realize they fired their offensive coordinator going into this week. Oh, yeah. They fired him last week, and then they yeah. put up no touchdowns. And they yeah. were just like, whoops. Oh. It'd be like, it's a shame if somebody would have took them plus 20 and a half. And then they fucking lose. That would suck for that person so bad. Bad beat. He's not sitting at this table, but bad beat. Yes. Terrible. Yeah. So then what would be your bold prediction for it? Bold prediction for it? Yeah. Coach firings, Jeff Saturday comes in, rejuvenated or not? Uh, I bet you if I was to pick anything, I would say Jonathan Taylor two touchdown game. Yeah, like I that think- would be my bold prediction. But I wouldn't say he's 150 yards two touchdowns. But I bet you he's like 80 to 100. No, I would say 50 to 70 with like 25 receiving. Okay, so like mix it up. 80 to 100 scrimmage yards. Get him in two the offense yeah. as he should be. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I have two bold picks. Go for Love it. Love it. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, 10 carries, 29 yards. <laughs> bold strategy, Cotton. That's not that bold. That's been what, happening. Yeah, what's the next one? You're just talking about his average for the season right now. <laughs> uh, the Indianapolis Colts come back to win the AFC South. Ooh. <sighs> now I like that. That's a season-long bold pick right there. Yeah. No. No, they're Could not because be. the Jags are. The division, nobody knows what Jacks the fuck's going on. are so back. Nobody knows what God, the fuck's going on. I can't quit on. those boys. It's, it's terrible, but okay. I love them. That's the, that's the Colts. I, I think what they're doing makes sense, but I think it's one of those, when you really look at it, their roster just needs reworked. And, I mean, he's an interim guy too, man. Who, yeah. who knows what's going to happen with this? We don't know what's going to be his job. Yeah, he's going to bring in the moxie. Yeah. He's a moxie guy. Well, I, if anything, hopefully he fires up the offensive line. You know, just the offensive line guy come in, yeah. fired up. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that's the thing. Like, if you can't do that, 
Are they yeah. going to be like, this would just shit on your point where it's like, this is what you did. Exactly. So. Yeah. And that's, I, I think it'll, maybe we'll see something. Fix but, it. Okay. Next. This one's called, we're just not that into you. And it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Los Angeles Rams. I said, after watching yesterday, if it wasn't for Brady's comeback to give it a little bit of kind of oomph and juice, they're officially the two most boring teams in the NFL. I would say they're the most overhyped teams. They, I, like, I just, I, I, they're not fun to watch. It's one of those where when you're a year removed from the Rams winning the Super Bowl, two from the Bucks winning, where both offenses were averaging like 30 plus points a game. Yeah. And it was just like, you guys are going to look like world beaters. You're going to lose, you know, the, the handful of games throughout the season as any team does, but it's just going to be, we know what we're, we're working for. Yeah. And now it's like they still have that same mentality, but they suck. Yeah. And they are just absolute dog shit. Well, there's, like we talked about a little bit, there's also reasons why they're bad. Go ahead. Like, it's not, well, with the Rams, again, they have not a single starter on the offensive line that was from the Super Bowl last year. That'll hurt you. That stings. Ouch. <laughs> the running backs are bad. The Oh, yeah. Odell's not playing. He's not on the team. Yeah. I have something on that later, though, so don't worry. But... Stash it. Yes. So he's not playing? <laughs> okay. Now, gotcha. again, the defense is middle of the road, I believe, in terms of stats. Uh, the defense for the Rams is eighth in total yards allowed. Yeah. That's not bad. So, I mean, too. they're yeah. not giving up 30 points a game. Yeah. They just can't score 10. They just can't score. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, with the Bucks, they lose their center. Big position. Right. Kronk, safety blanket. Yes. Giselle. I mean, come on. She's a witch. <laughs> you know, the quarterback's 65. The leftist agenda. <laughs> so many factors. And I mean, now that he came out and publicly said it's done, maybe that weight's off of him, and he came back and he leads the team to the win. He to the tune it. of 16 he? points. He goes, he goes Brady mode, and he's just like, two minutes, I got it. I, I don't know, Two minutes, man. I won't think, we're just doing it. Well, and like, Godwin hasn't been Godwin. Yeah. I mean, he's coming off. He made a crazy catch that was like one of those. He snagged it with his fingertips like an inch off the ground, which was yeah. really cool. But again, it's like, where's the five catch hundred yard games you were throwing up? Like what you and Mike were both just. But where? But why is this fucking Scotty Miller taking balls off the face mask? Oh, I don't know. You're the little white dude. All you do is supposed to catch that ball. Yeah. You're supposed to be the security blanket. Scotty doesn't know. <laughs> and then you jump up and just riff one off your face mask. Yeah. Well, and I mean, Mike, or yeah, Mike Evans, again, awesome talent. Yeah. yeah. He's, to me, he's like the AD of football. It's like every time he catches the ball. Are you hurt? You just assume he's not getting yeah. up. Yeah. And the, o I, the only reason that Tampa is somewhat watchable it's because Brady's just going to throw it 60 times. Yeah. And he fucking slings that bitch. They will not fire run, that pigskin. <laughs> they will not run the ball to where the Rams, probably to their detriment, well, it's because they can't throw it 60 times because they don't have the offensive line to do it. Yeah. Right. So they at least try to run, but they're running it for like a yard per game. Yeah. Like at one point, their stat line yeah. yards gained on first down was 3 Love to see it. You That's only a tough need stat. 9.7 more, and you have yourself a first down yeah that's facts that's just facts that's yeah. math baby yeah and the shitty part is, is that drive. i'm obviously rooting for the rams they were my super bowl pick yeah which looks ferocious the road looks bad yeah um and obviously i'm rooting for stafford but we get their first round pick this year in the trade the lions do oh yeah so like 
obviously when the Rams made that trade, they're like, we're not going to be terrible. And if they just stink it up. Yeah. You're getting could, a good pick, baby. <laughs> yeah. The lines are back. Whew. They never left. But no. So Tampa is currently 19th in total yards per game offensively and ninth in total yards allowed defensively. And then, like I said before, the Rams are eighth in their total yards allowed for their defense, but they are 31st in total yards per game. And you're like, it's just baffling because Cooper Cup still somehow scores every game. Yeah. Like that's an, any, that's an anytime touchdown prop guy. If you just put your whole life savings on it and it's going to hit literally 99 out of a hundred times, it's weird, but <laughs> hope the first one doesn't hit and the savings is gone. <laughs> but well, it's just one of those weird things where I'm like, so you clearly still have this Cooper cup connection and this crazy, just chemistry offense, whatever, but like nothing else works. And that's just so weird to me. Yeah. Cause Again, if you have Allen Robinson had like five catches last game, though. Yeah. So, if you, you know, it's maybe that's a developing. I don't know. Being it's, Jefferson's supposed to be coming back. I thought he was supposed to be back last week. You have one first quarter play action. Stafford looks the safety off, throws left for 35 yards, hits him in the face mask, and drops it. Classic. I just said, this game's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you bitch about not getting the ball, and then it's like the first series of the game. Dink. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then again, the title like we're just not that into you like they're the two most boring teams in my eyes right now like to watch on tv uh i said at least with teams like carolina there's just some drama like there's the fire sale stuff going on uh i didn't know allegedly robbie anderson was caught having sex in the parking lot before the game that he got ejected from really so that was like a big thing like he was just plowing some chick in his truck hell yeah and like people were walking by like i mean you have a pretty distinct haircut i just see the hair yeah they're like uh robbie field game Buddy, I'm trying to sell a boxer's trick, dude. You're not supposed to do that. Your I know. Legs are going to be tired. That's what I thought, too. You're kind of supposed to leave that stuff like pent up in you. But uh, now he's currently been traded to Arizona and has three games under his belt. Do you guys want to guess what his stats are? I think he has like two catches. He has seven targets, one catch. Nice. Negative four yards. Woof. Hell yeah. Crushing it. Filling it Well, up. they threw that deep ball to him like the very first game. Yeah. And then, I mean, he got overthrown by like seven yards. But they're like, that's what he's here for to stretch the field. I'm like, yeah, fucking <laughs> no, right. Then he's, then he's just done. He's gone. But then the other team, so like Houston, how they're arguably the, you know, the worst team in the league. I was like, at least when you watch them, Damian Pierce was a fucking dog Dude, on I don't Thursday. Think, I don't think Houston's the worst team in the league. I think they have sneaky good like upside. Yeah. But Damian Pierce is definitely going to be. Rookie of the year. Well, not even. I, I I could argue that too with you. I was saying or thinking that next year fantasy wise, he's gonna be a guy that people project as like a top, top five, five pick. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's he's gonna get a lot of love. Uh next. Ooh. You're gonna love it. Oh uh, yeah. This yeah. is fucking field day. This is field day. Love it. Justin Fields. Just incredible. The Ohio State alumni quarterback. Currently Chicago Bears starting quarterback. Number For one on now. franchise, baby. Number one on the jersey. Number one in Dutt's heart. You know it. His Sunday stats, just to preface. 123 passing yards, 178 rushing yards, four total touchdowns. It's not bad. Justin Fields Lost. broke Mike Vick's regular season single game QB rushing record of 173 by rushing for his 178. However, Colin Kaepernick, in a playoff game, rushed for 181. And I don't really know why that they'd like keep those two things separate oh, I get playoff rushing and regular season yeah but gotcha. I, I mean i get it like you have your playoff stats for probably some other fucking next gen bullshit that was against green bay yeah it was a great game yeah. um and but he also did have a sneaky regular season one of 151 so the top five one guy i had no idea who it was 
the other four were two Vicks and two Kaepernicks. And Justin Fields moved, I believe, that random guy like out of the top five. Who was it? Some it, it, 60s, 70s type guy. You know what oh, I mean? Gotcha. Like just old ass name. Never heard of it Baller. before. Yeah, it didn't look. Otto Graham. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I thought this was no! fucking. Who are they? <laughs> I thought this was great. So when asked about his starting quarterback Sunday, head coach Matt Eberflus used one word. Speed. Speed. Love it. I love when people just say like. Tons and tons, miles and miles of heart. Yeah, like just that witty, just like, what do you think of your quarterback this Sunday? What, what do he give you? Speed. I'm in. Thanks. Are you, though? Thanks, Matt Eberflus. Well, no, so I am a man of my word. I've apologized to Carson Wentz on here, I think. Yeah. When he was a Colt. Yeah. But look how that went. Uh, but we talked about Clearly how. It wasn't his fault. Organization, baby. Jeff Saturday turned it around. Here's talking to you, bud. But. We talked about how in the first, what was it, three weeks, they only threw eight passes or completed eight passes per game or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, so he went 17 for 28, and I said that is still somewhat concerning. But I think when I – because I watched almost all of the game yesterday. Uh, the overwhelming change for me was his confidence. Yeah. Justin Fields was looking downfield. He was doing the things that, like, I preached Lamar doing so well where – he scrambles with the intention to still find a receiver. Yeah. And when he was scrambling and taking off, he was still like he at least went to like one progression before he went. And he was just making smart choices when he ran. Like instead of just panicking, freaking out, and just hoping to like break a tackle or just get back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah. I loved it. So like the long touchdown run, you see him jump in the air and about sidearm winged it. Almost threw it. And he's like, don't do that. And then he was like, nah. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah. Like I've learned. I don't, yeah. I just need get to be the first, man. And then he was like, okay, I get more. Yeah. It was just, I don't know. I think it showed a lot, but I do think with any NFL quarterback, like we talked about, when you don't pass for at least like 225 yards, I just have questions. You shouldn't. Well, it's the offense. So it's quick passes, get it out. RPO. Try to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, he's not trying to do that. They're just trying to move the chains. And if it works, so it works. So it's like, they're the number one rushing offense. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like... It's, they're moving the chains in other ways. So it's like, okay, how are we going to scheme the defense? And they're doing the thing that you do with, like, the very first year. So, like, the Colin Kaepernick first year yeah. where he's running for 150 or 180. Like, the teams aren't scheming towards that yet. Yeah. Now, next year, I would love to see us build more pieces around Justin Fields throw. and a line to throw. So then you don't become the box. So then you don't become Colin Kaepernick, and then they're like, okay, this is how you stop Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. And then you suck, and then you're out of the league. It reminds me um, a lot of Chip Kelly's offense in Philadelphia, where, but he wouldn't have Carson really run. They would just run a very quick yeah. offense and pass. Now it's like they're doing the same thing, but your quarterback just has fucking wheels. Yeah. Like, it's just a, it's a great offense when it's working. But then, like I said, too, I don't want to toot the old horn. Anybody that plays Miami, I think it's just going to be a fun game. Like it's just Which gonna, their defense was supposed to be really good. Yeah, and it's, I think it's just going to go It's going to go back and forth and be a, be a potential shootout. shootout, shootout. And yeah, and I think it's fun. It's good football. Well, how you were talking about, like, the 220-yard passers. And, yeah. again, I've been talking about it for the last couple of weeks. It's over. It's passed. It's behind us. There was 12 games played. Yeah. You know how many 300-yard passers there were this week? Uh, hold on. Da, 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 da. There was two, three. No, there was one. There was two. There was two. 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 Uh, two and three o two. Yep. And Mahomes four forty six. Damn, he went off. I fell asleep. Yeah. Good to your point, though, 
in the Bills Jets game, Josh Allen was the leading passer at 205. Yep. Colts Patriots, Mac Jones, 147. Ugh. Panthers Bengals, Joe Burrow, 206. Two, two something, yeah. No, 206. That's barely two. That's not two something. That's 206. Two something. Two O's and a six. But I mean, like, I mean, that's, that's my thing. Like, 300 now, like, you had an elite game. Yeah. Where, like, two years ago, that was the norm. Yeah. And it's, it's just mind blowing. Yeah, because nothing's changed other than the penalties and everything is catering towards the offense more and more every year. Right. The well, defense doesn't want to give up the big play, so they're dropping two safeties on a lot of these, but still. Yeah. It's. But then also it's just the pass interference. Like you talked about before, yeah. You call it a lot, you don't get the yards for that. So then it's just like that gap. Weird garbage yardage. Just goes up there. Ooh, can you drink yeah. two touchdowns? But that's, I mean, it was crazy because I was thinking about that too where I'm like, yeah, Screw was talking about it before where it's like, are we seeing a shift in offenses where it's like, we just want to win now. Like there's no undercover like, subconsciously I want to get some stats and throw some yard. Like, I don't It's just weird. Yeah. Because I feel like, and surprisingly, both of these teams won. Granted, I mean, the Chiefs had to come back. And, I mean, the Dolphins were in a tight game. Yeah. But the 300-yard passers this year have a losing record, like total. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you did the numbers on that, too. Yeah. And, yeah, I think it's just it's win by any means. has got a bunch of those. Win by any means necessary. And I just – how many did uh, Jalen Hurts have on Thursday? 240. 240-something, yeah. 241, 243, yeah. So I think that's where it's, like, weird that I now associate – Elite quarterback hurts. passing with two twenty five or more. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. that just it's it looks ugly to me. Yeah, it it is it's gross. It's great uh, football. It's okay. also Bears should have won that game, but that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, and I just I do think the Bears look like they're again. It's a week to week thing, and you can only go based off of what you've seen and what we've watched with our eyes. We've talked about it a million times. Bottom three. I just think the Bears have you. done. Like, they're the one team you, where you can say, hey, they've, like, seen their problems. They've figured them, like, figured out the troubled areas, and they've implemented changes to them yeah. on a week-to-week basis. It's not, hey, the whole world knows you guys suck, and you need to fix this, and then next week you do everything but try to fix that. Yeah. Like, so shout out to them. Coaching, baby. Coaching yeah. teams. Who would have thought? Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for once. However, your in a division where Minnesota's probably just going to run away with it. So Oh yeah. I, I mean, apologize. we're not winning the division. Yeah, he's not trying to do anything yeah, this year. I'm not year. trying to win yeah, the division. He's fucking psycho uh, You just can't finish fourth, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's the point. You Don't just fin- can't finish fourth. Yeah. Uh, you Green Bay, Minnesota, D-Rock Lions. City. Oh yeah, you're fine. Um Whoa. <laughs> We'll find out this week. We will. Very telling. Um one of two games. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. What do you have? So, I'll ask a couple questions here. I'm excited. We'll get on the old raft. Raft me. I don't need to explain it. You guys know what it is. <laughs> are you getting on this bitch or you're not? <laughs> you are. You drown all the line. Yeah. So there's been some hyperbole and some talk lately. Yes. I'm going to give you a couple stat lines here before I ask you the questions. So this quarterback has played eight games. Mm. He has a completion percentage of 66.4. He's thrown for 220, 2,254 yards. 281.8 yards a game. He has 13 touchdowns to five interceptions. Jalen Hurts. No. This quarterback has played seven games, so one less. Completion percentage, 69.9, so three points better. Thrown for 1,980 yards, so just under 300 yards less. Again, whole nother game. Yep. 
has thrown for 15 touchdowns and three interceptions. Tua Tyvaloga. That is Tua. Yep. The first quarterback was Justin Herbert. Ugh. Everybody now has anointed Tua. Better than Herbert. And is shitting on Herbert. So their numbers are almost identical. Okay. Again, not... Wait, no, what were his... In the averages. What was the TD to interception? Uh, Herbert's was 13 to 5. Oh, 15 to 3. Okay, 15 yeah, so to three. it's pretty so, close. So very close. Yeah. And again, the, 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 big, the averages are close. The yards are a little bit different because, again, Tua hasn't played in that game. I think the big thing then that you just have to really hang your hat on is the fact that Herbert just doesn't actually win. Well, no, the big thing that you have to hang your hat on is Keenan Allen and Mike Williams have played a combined seven games. Nice. Jalen Waddell and Tyree Kill have played every one of them. They're yeah. doing good. They're very good. I don't think that can be overstated. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that being said, watching the game yesterday, Austin Eckler is as advertised, where I feel like for the last few seasons, he's been very wishy-washy. People feel like, disgusting for drafting him in fantasy boom or bust as you call it yeah but i think he's just kind of a in whatever his projected points are he's probably going to get you close to that or boom yeah there's never really been and i mean i'm sure i could pull it up right now and i'd be like oh you're fucking stupid but he He has a couple unders but it's not yeah like i just think he's he's a very good football player yeah like he's gonna get you 17 he gets you 16 15 yeah and it's just like yeah i'll take that all day but i would agree you need your deep threats, your guys in the end zone that you just throw it up there. And you need professional wide receivers. Yeah. Josh Palmer. And he he was hurt for two games. Gerald Everett, tight end. And they have a practice squad guy who's yeah. like catching significant balls for them. But, and more importantly, the Dolphins are six and three. And the Chargers are five, five and three. three. Yeah. People act like the Chargers are two and five. Because they're the arguably one of the biggest smoke and mirror five and three teams. Yeah. I don't think anybody understands how they're, they're five and three. A lot of comeback wins. They're like everybody thinks that Justin Herbert was just going to fucking destroy. He has yeah. broken ribs. Yeah, I get it. I mean, yeah, <laughs> two has got some headaches. Uh, but come Marilyn on, Marilyn Manson ripped his rib cage out. <laughs> yeah, so for what? Sucking his own wee wee. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, I mean, who's the real hero? I'm just saying. So that leads me <laughs> to my question. So again, would you rip your own ribs out? Are you taking Tua or are you taking Herbert? Who's I'll, your quarterback? I'll take Herbert. I think you take Herbert, and it's because the guy doesn't get concussed. I think you take Herbert because if he had <laughs> those weapons, if he had those weapons, yeah, I think his oh, numbers Herbert, are going to be If Herbert has Tyreek Hill, he I, can throw it 80 yards. I think it's him yeah. in Mahomes 2.0. Like it's yeah, like you're yeah. talking about some deep threats, yeah, some bombs. And again, nothing against Tua. I'm not necessarily defending. This isn't a Herbert versus him. I'm just saying the stats are still pretty equal. Yeah. The record's equal. And one clearly has better talent around it's them. Because Emmanuel Acho came out there and was like, give me two a fuck Herbert. I was like, Herbert's pretty, but he ain't going to get you the wins. Turd. And I know I didn't watch, you know, every second of it. And I haven't seen a lot of like Dolphins games consistently. But I feel like the replays I see, two is not exactly like leading these guys on just frozen oh, no. ropes. He's, like, got, uh, he's got two throws every game that just the, the interceptions haven't happened. They're just yeah. drops. Yeah. And I get it. Every quarterback's going to have that throughout the game, but his is guaranteed. It, yeah. It's, but it's the classic, like brother, if you just had brother. any, any sort of moxie to you and you could put a little more air on this ball, like this is just an in stride walk in 60 yeah. yarder. Like this is like, what I feel like the, Jalen Waddle touchdowns are like 
the cross across the middle, two broken tackles, yeah. and then he's scoring. Tyree Kill now, it's like when he gets a deep ball, he's stopped, planted, and jumps up and fights for it and gets it. Yeah. And I'm like, this is – you can say he's accurate all you want, but, like, this is just – at some point, like you said, it's it's going to end. Yeah. Yeah. Next raft. Herbert. Yeah, I'm Herbert. off. Herbert. Or wait. I'm on the Herbert raft. Herbert raft, that's what yeah. It is. Fuck it is. Tua. Burn it. Okay. So, over the last 30 years, going back to 1990 – the 90 Giants, the 98 Broncos, the 2001 Pats, the 2002 Bron- or Buccaneers, 2005 Steelers, 2008 Steelers, the 2011 Giants, the 2012 Ravens, and the 2015 Broncos. Defense. They all have one thing in common. Top, t- top five defense. No. They won the Super Bowl, and the next year they missed the playoffs. Ooh. Will the Rams be the 10th team in 30 years to win the Super Bowl and miss the playoffs? Yeah. Yes. They just don't look good, dude. It's so bad. I think it's only because of how surprisingly the Seahawks are. Yeah. So I think it's going to be the Niners and the Seahawks. Because you thought it was going to be Niners. I think a wild card team is coming out of that division, and I don't think it's going to be the Rams. And again, at some point, it makes sense. Like, the bill comes due. You guys, for the last two years, have given away every possible pick that you could have. Your bank account had an infinite cheat Yeah, you spent money that nobody knew you had. You were you flew too close to the sun. I mean, you got your Super Bowl, right? You got what you wanted, hundred percent. There's some. There's a grace period, like you've got five ish years where yeah. it doesn't matter what happens. It was worth it. But that's where I want to have this argument and workshop it to figure out how it can make more sense. When you win, that's the ultimate goal. Correct. But then it just it's like what you just said. It's like so. Then what do we do now? So like I love using the Lakers as an example. They won. But I would argue people fucking loathe what is going on right now versus how crazy would it be to think if you would have slow built that whole thing and slow played it where you kept Lonzo, you kept Brandon Ingram. Like, I think you would have had a great young team that would have came into its own. Well, they also won in the bubble. And I'm just saying that from like as a fan, like you're going to count that as a title. But you weren't at the games. Right. You know, you got the parade, but you just weren't there. Yeah. So you didn't really get to experience it, and now they're hot garbage. So you're like, oh, this is weird. Well, yeah, and I guess... Some people argue it was the hardest championship to win. Exactly. Most people are idiots. Nothing to focus on but ball. Nothing to, nothing to counter. Anyways. There's no home field but, advantage. No, I think as if like a GM or like a player, it's a little bit different. You're like, yeah, I'm a champion, and now I suck. That's bad. Yeah. And, the, you know, I mean, I don't think McVay's going to get fired. Oh, no. But you're worrying about that. But as a fan... Yeah, I think you're like, dude, we went all and we won. You're not taking my ship away from me. You just you yeah. now become the guy that's like, dude, we won in 2021. Like, what are you talking about? Correct. We like, won I think ago, at minimum up. you have a five year grace period where you're just like, yeah, yeah we yeah. we recently won the title. Yeah, we talked about it. it's it's weird, but no. So then my only thought on that is because their defense is still sneaky good. Yeah, but I mean, is still it, have Aaron Donald, still have Jalen Ramsey, right? Well, and that's what I was gonna say though. Is it one Somehow of those Bobby where Wagner. is <laughs> is Aaron Donald? missing Von Miller the like that presence on the edge because I feel like correct me if I'm wrong he's not really done anything this year Aaron Donald yeah I mean he still does stuff but it's like it just everything that he did was superhuman for a defensive tackle yeah like defensive tackles don't get sacks like that they clog the middle and maybe get tackles for stopping you the make run. Von Miller better you oh, make yeah. your ends better like when so the like, Lions had Ndamukong Sue yeah he didn't have the stat lines but he's taking on triple teams yeah 
and then Nick Fairley gets eight sacks a year, and the defensive linemen or the defensive ends are just getting one on one. Yeah, so yeah. like right, so it's like Leonard Floyd who got yes. cut by the Bears, all of a sudden became a Pro Bowler because Aaron Donald's taking double teams. Well, and okay, so then to put it into perspective, like right now he has five sacks on the season. Um, last year he finished with twelve and a half. The year prior, thirteen and a half, twelve and a half. Yeah, so he's literally on pace to almost yeah, have the same, the same year. Yeah, yeah so, so he's still doing huge things. That's just that's so weird because yeah, I feel like he's just really missing. Like, there's no fear of like multiple people. It's just please don't let Aaron get to us, and then yeah. we should be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, all right. Raff Let's me. go. Raff me. There are currently fourteen teams with three wins or less. It's over half the league. No. Not right, quite. right under half. Cleveland Browns, Steelers, Colts, Jags, Texans, Broncos, Raiders, Packers, Bears, Lions, Saints, Panthers, Rams, and Cardinals. Jesus Christ. The NFC North that consists of those Packers, Bears, and Lions yeah. will have two oh teams draft in the top six. The Lions are going to draft in the top one or two. And then. You're the worst, dude. You're welcome. And then Packers. Packers uh, and Bears. I'm going to say. In the top six? No. I'm going to say yes. And I'm only going to say that because I think. And I'm not talking trades because I don't no, know no, where no, the no, picks no, no, no. lie. I yeah. know. Sure, 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 sure. I think that other team is going to be the Packers. They are bad. They are bad. Really bad. I don't know if I've seen Rodgers throw. And they have some injuries, too. Like, they're not yeah. just that, but they're bad. Yeah. It's, just, it's a tough. Doesn't group. take away from that Lions loss, though. Suck it, Green Bay. <laughs> Idiots. Yeah. I mean, you got to think, though. You know what I mean? It's like. I just did. Lions, Panthers, Steelers, Colts, Texans. Oh, trust me. I get, like, they're going to be the sixth pick if I had to guess. But, like, I'm, I'm banking on Green Bay. Don't they go through kind of like a murderer's row schedule here for a little bit? Like, it's it's not going to be pretty. Rams. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. There's I don't think I don't think I don't think there'll be two teams here. Hold I'm gonna on. go out on a limb and I'm gonna say yeah. Yeah. The, well, if they tank, the and pa- it's not the Lions. <laughs> the Packers. <laughs> so the Packers right now, they have Dallas, Tennessee, Philly, Chicago. Rams, Dolphins, Vikings, Lions. Yeah, they may win two more games. Uh, if that, because one could argue if they catch Chicago with everything going on right now, it's in Soldier Field. I think Justin Fields runs all the fuck over them, and Aaron Rodgers just doesn't know what to do because the running game, they refuse to give it to Aaron Jones, and when he throws it to anybody, they refuse to use their hands to catch it. And the Lions already proved that they can beat them, so they're going to end that the year going into Lambeau thinking, Fuck you guys. You think the Lions are going to beat Green Bay and Lambeau? I wouldn't doubt it. Dude, they are. This is one of the perfect examples, the prime example. So I'll, I'll pencil that in. Bold prediction. The Lions beat Green Bay and Lambeau to finish off this tumultuous season. Because, again. Six to midnight. They, that's, I hope that's they your fucking are, pick for your mortal lock. I want that to be it last <laughs> week. And I hope it comes down to, to the tiebreaker. To that pick. But here's the thing. We've been preaching about it the, for this whole, like, season two of girthy football they're showing you on a week-to-week basis who they are 
they are who we once thought they, they were yet. That they are not yet, but now they are currently. They're just bad. And everybody wants to keep going, ah, it's Rodgers. He'll figure it out. I'm just like, like the Rams, man. Yeah. People like, still yeah. think they're good. They're not. They are not. Like Tampa's just, not good. You need to move. And we'll get to it with There's the There's a lot of teams that actually just aren't good. Yeah. yeah. And it's just a weird time in football where you really only have, I want to say you have three true contenders and then three, and then three that are right on the, the precipice, like right on the outside looking in. And that's it. Six out of 32. It's weird as fuck. So, yeah, know that. Okay. It's the raft. Lions week 18. Yeah, well, I mean, speaking of those good teams, you just want to get to them? No, because I have one more. Okay. okay. Uh, actually, I have quick, quick things. But okay, let's do it. Do you know what? Nice. Geno Smith is pretty darn good. So, this is Geno Smith's ninth NFL, NFL season. Geno Smith was drafted in 2013, round two, pick 39 by the New York Jets. Uh, do you want to know who replaced him in 2015? Sam Darnold. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Nice. The That's Fitz magic, baby. Yeah, I was going to say. I'm not mad about that at all. Yeah, it's one of those. I think that he actually went 10 and 6, led him to the playoffs. Like, it was just a weird Fitz magic season. Like, cool, whatever. Um, his career was during the Rex Ryan era and Todd Bowles, I believe, for uh, the final year that he was there, but he didn't play. Um,. Right now, though, again, the resurgence. So it was like, did he ever truly get a chance? Did Rex Ryan actually really know? Like, I don't know if he was a good coach. I think he was very good, like a defensive mind head coach. Yeah. But he also had Mark Sanchez, who really wasn't like an NFL caliber quarterback, but took two Jets teams that were, I think, nine and seven both times, or one was 10 and six, two. AFC championship game. Yeah, almost the Super Bowl. But so who knows? But. Now he is in Seattle, rejuvenated, and maybe finally getting a fair shot with proper pieces around him. Yeah. Because the Jets have just kind of always been the Jets for a long period of time. He is, again, sixth in passing with 2,100 yards, um, a little over 2,100. Passing TDs, 15, four interceptions. Here's where I think he sneaky shines. What do you think his completion percentage is? Probably like 78. 73%. Oof, Oof that's, that's good. good. Yeah, the next closest for like the big name guys and people that like obviously have to throw minimum what the fuck ever. Hunter passes. Yeah. Joe Burrow, seventy, Tua sixty nine, Stafford sixty eight, and Hertz sixty eight. So he's he's leading the pack. He's in rare yeah. air. But again, yeah. I think it's one of those where that's a stat that everybody loves to kind of suckle on the teat, and he's doing a very high number. Like seventy three is really seventy three will be the best completion percentage in the league, right? Yeah, like if he finishes that, like yes. forever, yeah, like all season. And then oh, like, like seventy one, then like seventy one, like Drew Brees. I thought Drew Brees did like seventy six one year, something crazy. I, I mean, we can just you want to look it up real quick while. I, um, you know what I don't understand what? on your whole Geno thing. Yeah, like we've just talked about, we've shat on Tampa and Seattle's good. Yeah, Seattle's getting two points in Germany against. Tampa this week and oh, I, well, and I can't like just be like yep that's what I'm doing yeah why is that I think I can and You're that's why I, it. I have them overthinking it yeah I have them as one we're just I've, talking about how Tampa's not good yeah I have two choices and they're one of Brady them. could be back <laughs> so um no the next thing I wanted to ask you guys with Geno Smith I've heard a few different people talk about it so shout out I think Bill Simmons and somebody else why is he not in the mix for comeback player of the year like everybody just wants to give it to Saquon, which deservingly so to a degree. But why does the comeback player of the year award just always have to be anointed to somebody that was injured? Because they're coming back. 
Geno Smith has been in the league for nine years. So what's it coming back from then? Sucking. Well, because I think they're everybody like everybody wrote well, him off. Well, I think they're like well, you sucked. Not, you were that's you just you're bad. He could yeah. be most improved. I'll um, give him that. They don't get that award. Oh well, they should. But yeah. comeback player of the mean player of the year means you are out the year you came back. He was in the league. He just wasn't good enough. But see, I think you're. Or was he? Who you're, knows? You're interpreting it in your own way and putting your own like belief on it because I think comeback player of the year is just you once sucked and now you don't. Like that's what it should be. No, I, I think there was something preventing you from playing, which was injury yeah. or thing your that team was not realizing your fucking your moxie. Your no, you you your weren't grit. good enough to show them at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not come. But that's it. That's an improvement. Yeah, you're not coming back. I think he's comeback player of the year. Um, uh, it, Drew Brees seventy four point four is the record. Okay, nice. the second best is Drew Brees seventy four point three. Nice. The third best is Drew Brees seventy two point zero. Nice. Drew Brees pretty What's good. Fourth? Sam Bradford seventy one point six out of nowhere. <laughs> Sammy B. Classic. Uh, okay, and then last thing on Gino, I said. Are we seeing a Belichick Brady 2.0 with Pete Carroll maybe maybe being the one who deserves more credit for the Seattle situation? No. Like Seattle's good because Pete Carroll's just a good coach. I would Versus, say they have a good like front office GM. Yeah, Pete ver- Carroll is a good coach. Yeah, but like he could have easily started. Russell Drew. Wilson. Russ Russell Wilson won left. that Super Bowl. No. Russell Wilson left, but you had. Rashad Penny, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and you got Noah Fant. And then you drafted well with your defense to try and bring them back. Correct. Rashad Penny gets hurt. You still have the home run hitter and Ken Ken Walker. Yeah. Well, because my thing is he could have very easily, like everybody assumed he was going to do, was start Drew Locke. And he was like, no, I'm going to start this ninth-year vet instead versus the the new guy still that has, like, hopefully some untapped potential because it's only year. I mean, they were projected to get six wins all year. Yeah. And they have it. So, like – yeah, they're they're exceeding expectations on every level. Yes, yeah. a lot of places or a lot of pieces have to fall into place for that. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then last last thing, I did the who's winning the divorce update, which I can trim it down, but I think the fun one is uh, Odell versus the Rams. Who's winning the divorce? I mean, probably Odell because he can go wherever he wants. Got the ring and he's out, and now they suck. Talk about a just beautiful like come and go. Thank you. Bye. Collect two hundred dollars, Pasco. Get your ring. I don't feel good about that. That's dirty. So then, what, what? What do you want? What are you picking? Who won? Who's winning? So nail by a mile, dude. Yeah, I don't like it. You came in. You did exactly what everybody in the league wants done, and he's like, "Sick, I'm out." But it's like they didn't want him, but still, they would have re-signed him, but he, but tore, he tore his, his ACL. So it's like. Yeah. Right, that's the thing. Yeah, so it's, it's like, like he I'm not rooting for him because he got injured and now he's out of a bad situation because, as right. we agreed, now the Rams are bad. Yeah. And it's like, if he would have stayed healthy, he'd still be there, then i just feel bad for him. But now I'm like, I don't I don't want to wish an injury on anybody. But Perfect like, storm. That's just one of those ones. Well, I think like, it depends on where he goes. Like, if he yeah. signs a massive deal with Carolina because he wanted $100 million, I don't know that you won. Then you don't win. No, he didn't win, but I think but Odell's smarter than that. One year with the Bills and you win another ring, then it's like, all right, this he, guy's now a mercenary? I love it. This guy gets it. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Last I, say, one. I think the jury's out because I don't know where he goes yet. Yeah. Last one. Uh, Aaron Rodgers versus Devontae Adams, so we'll revisit it. I said, this is just a plain, ugly, any way you look at it, uh, breakup. It's one of those breakups where both parties are just emotional wrecks, 
Aaron Rodgers going on a podcast circuit to try and cope with things, and Devontae Adams thinking going back to his college ex-sweetheart would work. Yeah. It's just, it's all bad. Neither do. It's bad. Like tales all this time, and See that's why coming. that's why I was so curious because again, fucking fantasy, and I was playing against Devonte Adams. Do you want to know? So his first st- half stat numbers were nine catches for a buck forty-two and two touchdowns. Do you want to know what he ended the game with? Eleven catches, one forty-seven, two touchdowns. Ten catches, one forty-six. Blanket of defense. So halftime adjustments. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. Hey, seventeen, shut him down. <laughs> Just okay. And it's just one of those where I'm like, if you guys would have just stayed. Sir, I haven't worked with the defense. I don't need you to. You'd see 17. You could keep from catching the ball. Yeah. Easy. It's just one of those. They were one of the prettier, like, combos to watch because they would just get it done. Like, Aaron just needed him. Yeah. And why they didn't, I don't know. I would say Devontae's winning, though. He is. Oh, Rodgers is miserable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Raiders just aren't winning games. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Top three, bottom three. Top three, bottom three. My top three. It's a little different. Mine is very it different. It fucking better be, guys. It fucking better be. <laughs> Mine's very different. Third. Yes. Is still the Buffalo Bills. I can't take them out of the top three. Okay. okay. They're still out. really good. Okay. Number two. Yes. Philadelphia Eagles. You fucking son of a bitch. Yeah. Number one for me is KC. Yep. They had a f- hard fought <laughs> win last night. Yeah. Against a really good defense. Yeah. They proved they can win. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know who's going to win the <laughs> AFC. But yeah. Okay. That's where they're at. So, let me let me explain to where you cuz I, I yeah. know I know you're pissed. Yeah. So, let me let's get you let's get you all pissed first and then you you can take over. Uh at number 3, I have Miami. Okay. Number 2, I have Philly. And number 3, I have Kansas City. So, hear me out though. Here is my 3 s- meaning 1. Yeah. Uh, for my so three is Miami, two's Philly, one is KC. For my six, five, and four, at six I have Minnesota, five I have Seattle, and four I have Buffalo. I think Buffalo is on the verge of some real adversity here because I think Josh Allen might be hurt, and I think for whatever reason they're just going through weird lows right now, and they'll they'll hopefully figure it out. I think they will, but again with Miami and KC, why I move Miami up and why I put KC at one over Philly. When you overcome ad- adversity as a team, I don't care what anybody says, that means something. It helps build team chemistry. Philly has not been challenged all year. And I think they need to get fucking rocked in the tush so they know that when shit goes sideways, how do we bounce back from it? How do we retaliate not only just next week, but maybe hopefully even in the game? Patrick Mahomes has done it a fucking lot for his short career. So I have a lot of faith in Kansas City going into the playoffs versus a Philly team that's fly, Eagles, fly when everything's fucking sunshine and rainbows. I want to see what they look like when they're down 21 to nothing and just everything's going sideways. Might not happen, man. Yes, it will. To get down 21 to nothing? You can bet your bottom dollar. Oof. Yeah. What you got here, bud? What are you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> Give us your top three. I'm going to guess that Philly's number one. Uh, so for third... Yes. Uh, the Buffalo Bills. Yes. Two, Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> One, the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. You didn't move the Chiefs up to two, huh? I did. He did. Oh, you, you did? Buffalo's oh, okay, three. Yeah, Buffalo's okay. three. Okay, yeah, Kansas yeah, yeah. City's two. Yeah, yeah. My bad. Philadelphia, the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. Nope. Asterisk. Are number what? No. 
and you're mad at them for not losing games. You're penalizing them for being good enough to take care of what needs to get taken care of. What you're upset about is you think I'm penalizing them, and really all I'm doing is waiting for them for them to show me that they really got it. Like I get, so you're penalizing them. No, so I get because the, they're showing you who they are right now, and this it, is a week to week basis, correct? Yes. So they've been good every single week, correct? Yeah. They but struggled they're not at the Houston. Best team. They struggled. Okay, so they struggled. They went down seven zero, and then they came back and opening, scored opening drive. How did they how they handle that? But they it's Houston it. Texans that are supposed to be a dog shit team, right? And then they handled it. My my point being again, there hasn't been in which. Maybe it will end up being to their credit. Like, there's been nothing that they've had to deal with. And I think a lot because of people. Because they buttoned up. That's n- what makes them the best team. I because get that. they don't get down. They do the right thing. I need them to it's get cor- knocked down to see if they'll get up again. But they're too good to get knocked down. Everybody gets knocked down. Sucker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's just facts. But you're penalizing them for that. I'm and you're saying them. that you're not penalizing them, but you are. I'm penalizing them. It's constructive criticism. That's not criticism, yeah. nonetheless. Yeah. yeah, I get it, man. But y- I'm right there. I just I need to see, I I need to see some crazy bounce back, some crazy come you from behind. You need to see them lose, and then you'll put <laughs> no. them at number one. Say okay. I mean, it's week 17, and we're doing this pod, and they're sitting at a nice 16 and 0. They might still might be them. number two. I might move them to one. <laughs> if Kansas City's 15 and one or 15 and two. So again, it probably will be tough sledding because as it stands right now, they have the fucking commanders. It's, they have like the second easiest schedule coming home. The Colts. And then everybody thinks the Packers again because it's Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> so circle it. But like when they go to face the Jets or excuse me, the Giants, when they go to New York, I would be very intrigued to see that okay. game when they go to Dallas. I would be very intrigued to see how that game plays out. I think even when they go to play your Bears, yeah, like we talked about, if everything I goes told the you same, Bears are going to be the team that beats them. I, I think it's going to be one of those where they play similar game styles. Hopefully, by then Chase Claypool becomes like the deep threat. If they lose to the Bears, I'm taking them out of the top three altogether. <laughs> never coming back. They're never going back. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying there's games coming up where yes, I will be very intrigued because I will then put them at one. But this isn't a look ahead. This is. Who's played right now? Right now. In Kansas City right and Miami now. have overcome adversity. In Kansas City. They've been there. They've been to the mountaintop. They've done it. Philly has not. With this team at least. Because Vegas made the Chiefs lose to the Colts. They're the better team. You talk they about lost to the Colts. Look back and say, they lost to the Colts. How did that happen? That they was, lost to the Colts, who I, I'm assuming are in your bottom three. But yet they're the number one team in the league. They might be. Uh, no, it's, it's one of those where I do love when somebody. I just want you to know that you saying that out loud, that that's a real thing that you just said. Somebody makes like a, a win-loss wheel at the end of the year, and they basically try to correlate like. The transitive property of like who's the, the best, best team. team. Yeah. yeah I beat you. They beat yeah, us by yeah. ipso facto. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to see that. Uh, okay. Bottom three time. Bottom three time. I honestly damn near change this on the fly. There's just it. a lot of craft teams. Yeah, mine's mine's different this week, so go ahead. Um, I originally had Tampa in there. I barely had to take them out because there's what? just a lot of worse What teams. a victory. Because they came over adversity. <laughs> they did. <laughs> Fucking fuck. Here's the thing. I'm just saying. <laughs> At number three for me. Yeah. It's the Rams. 30. 30. Yeah. Ooh. They are a... They're bad. Poo-poo football team. When... 
your defense can be really good, but when you cannot move the football, you're just not going to win games. New. And especially when their defense, they're not getting like the takeaways. Yeah. They're just stopping people. And when you're not getting pick sixes and fumbles to the house, yeah. But your offense can barely cross midfield. Yeah. It's bad. It it's tough. Bad. I agree. On uh, number two for me, it's Houston. Really? Yeah. I had them number one as the worst team. 32. The 32. They showed some life against Philly. Granted, their offense is pretty bad. Like, it's if Pierce isn't Pierce, yeah. they're going to be really bad. Yeah. Like the ball getting moved is going to be a little more cumbersome. Yeah. yeah. And for me right now, it's the Colts. They're the worst team in football. Ooh. Yeah, they are. They just, it's two games in a row that they just can't move the ball. And personally, I didn't think Ellinger was going to be like anything crazy, but he was a really mobile quarterback. Yeah. And I don't know why or We're what they're doing. Back. <laughs> yeah. And they're just like, nope, we need you to just stand in here and try to complete nine passes. Brother, I played at Texas, and this wasn't when we were good. <laughs> like, what do you want me to do? Hook them? Yeah, hook them down. That's where I'm at, man. My bottom three at 30 is the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, they were in it originally. They are not good. You lost to the Lions, who? Juggernauts. Miles and miles of heart. Uh, the Hard Knocks team, the team that probably should have more Game wins. ball! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Game ball! Ronnie Bass! Ronnie Bass! <laughs> uh, 31 is Houston, uh, basically for the same reasons where it's like, there's pieces there, like something could happen, but you guys still just, you lose. There's nothing to be excited about there other than Damian Pierce, and I just don't think a running back's going to carry you to any sort of lofty victories. Uh, and 32 is the Indianapolis Colts. I get it, man. You couldn't score a touchdown. You've been shut out once this year. You kicked one field goal this game. Like, you're just really bad. Yeah. There's nothing about you that looks sexy anywhere you look on the field. I didn't realize that uh, Darius Leonard, he renamed himself to Shaquille or Shaquille. Mm -hmm. Shaquille. So, so that's why I was so confused the whole time because I'm like, I thought Darius was really good. Where's he at? Talking about Shaq Leonard? Yeah. And so I was like, now it makes sense. So at least I know he's still out there. Because I was like, did they just sneaky lose him too? Like, yeah. I mean, he was out for like the first six games. Was he? Okay. Yeah, he was hurt. Yeah. But yeah, it's my bottom three. Uh, mine's a little different. Okay. Uh, at 30, I have the Colts. Yeah. They're they not are bad. They are. They are bad. They are bad. Yeah. Um, I'm giving them the front office clean house the backup quarterback i'm giving them every excuse in the book to not put them lower okay so that's why you're at 30 now next week you could be in the cellar yeah uh then i got the panthers they aren't good pj walker <laughs> one hit wonder dante foreman one hit wonder yeah like you said you can't if damian pierce can't be the piece the dante foreman yeah. your backup of the backup is not going to be your savior either. Yeah. You can't have two backups in there. Yeah. And then all of a sudden be good. This this is going to equal a starter. I promise. Yeah. No. Uh, and the last team, uh, they didn't play and they're still back down there. It's the Steelers. I know. I keep forgetting that they couldn't play to be better. So you're, you were last last week. You're last this week. It, uh, but I'm, I don't hate the Texans, man. I honestly don't. I didn't hate them. At the beginning of the season, I knew they weren't going to be great. I thought. But they were going to be. They were going to play spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they showed a lot more will yeah. in the Philly game where I thought it was going to be closer. But I just, yeah, it's one of those where you can just tell when it gets to be like the second, third, and fourth guy, 
it's just the drop off is tremendous versus these other teams that just yeah. have it put together. So like they're they were always gonna have a good run game. Yeah. Because that was built like that's what Deshaun left there. Right. And then Davis Mills is not terrible to me. Like he, he makes the smart decisions. Yeah. He doesn't turn it over. He throws like and he then, threw that one on the run, and it was a good ball, just a laser yeah. to the corner of the end zone. I respected it. And he also then, won't like, be even, there next year. Yeah, and then last Davis. week, bye. And then last week, Brandon Cooks. I guess they said they were going to trade him. Yeah, and he's like, and I'm not it, playing. And then they're like, Yeah, we're not. And then he was like, Well, now you're fucking with my career. I'm done. Yeah. So I don't know if he touches the field again. Classic Brandon. It's tough. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, Let me cook. Yeah. That's my name. Uh, picks. Let's make some money. Round Let's it out. Make some money, baby. We're still making money, right? We yes. So oh, I gotta pull it up. Currently, as a pod unit, the boys are currently rocking a 14, 12, and one record. That's money. That's money, me. baby. And for those wondering, that one on the end there is the first push of the season because the Atlanta Falcons don't know how to fucking close out a game or kick a field goal. Um, and so depending on when you made the bet, you could have got Minnesota at minus three instead of three and a half. And that's another push for you. <laughs> the hook. You hate to see it. So, yeah, we went one, one and one um, this week, though. Two of them are on my mind. One of them being the aforementioned Seattle Seahawks, like you said, plus two and a half playing Tampa. I didn't realize this was the Germany game. They're in Munich. Yeah. Munich. Munich. So, so it's. I don't know if that makes me feel better about it or scares me. You talking about superior race, Tom Brady, dude? He's gonna live it in there, dude. <laughs> live it in there. But does he bring home a mail order bride? <laughs> Just a Russian dreamboat. I think. I think I will. I will put the money where the mouth is. It's good. Yeah, I think we're gonna take Seattle plus two and a half. I like it. The other one I had was the Giants going to Houston. I see it. At minus six and a half. And I just think for their team, the way they're built, just ground and pounded on them, go up early, just hold the lead. But six and a half is still, it's just anything over, I think, four, in my opinion, will just always scare me. Yeah. But yeah. So you have your top three Dolphins. Okay. At home, only laying four to the Browns, and that didn't entice you? Uh, no, I think for whatever reason, if we played like we played against Cincy, which I get, um, Jamar was out, but I just think Cleveland, when they're doing the right things and just feeding Nick Chubb and just making the smart plays when it's like open up the play action, hit Amari, like they're a good team. They've got good pieces. Miles Garrett like going plus four it. Yeah. That's what I'm like. I just, I don't know. But then next thing you know, to a, just hits fucking Tyreek and Waddle for 300 yards a piece, and we lose 42 to 13. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The Jags, like I said, I didn't sell my stock last week. Yes. They got me within one game of 500. We got off to a slow start. We are so close <laughs> to being even for the year, and we just got done smashing the Rams. But you're telling me at home laying three points to Arizona is not tempting? It's not. I'm staying away. <laughs> it's not. Because why would I? Yeah. If this game doesn't scream backdoor cover, I don't know what does. I'm a backdoor guy. Goaded out the back. <laughs> could they be down 17 nothing again in the first quarter? I think they could. 
That's where I live. That's where I want to be. Trevor Lawrence getting nine and a half points at Kansas City. Oh, my God. Lock it up. Ooh-wee. Give me the Jags. You're such an idiot, dude. Plus nine and a half. This has got 4210 written all over it. This couldn't be a bigger, like, I think you're you're subconsciously doing this thing where you're latching onto a team for, like, multiple weeks until they just absolutely rape you. And then you're like, now it's time to move off of them. So, hey, honestly. You got off the commanders too early. Yeah, right, that hot streak, dude. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm not why'd you leave? They didn't rape you. I'm not, that's what I'm saying. I'm not going to get burned again. It was a little different because of the result. Again, the Thursday night game. Bears, Commanders. Justin Fields found something that game. Yeah. Turn the corner, if you will. Down 17 nothing at home. Season on the line. They came out in the second half. They lied on their defense a little bit, but Trevor said, you know what? No. Me, ETN, Kirk, this is what we're doing. Let's do it. It's points. It's at Jacksonville, right? It has to be. No, it's at Kansas no, City. No, it's in Kansas. It's an arrowhead. How <laughs> is that not like minus like 12 and a half? Because everybody would hammer the Jags. Would they? I mean, they're doing it at nine and a half. <laughs> yeah, they are. If you love it at nine and a half, you marry it at 12 and a half. <laughs> What's your fucking pick? Round it out. Chargers oh, plus seven, man. though, at San Francisco was another tasty one. Oh, God, no. Herbert's back. No. God, this is, dude, you're losing. <laughs> Do you just take the covering machines, Atlanta Falcons, at minus three in Carolina? No. I No, that was honestly my real second one. Yeah. It's should have been my first. <laughs> no, I do. I catch fucking Kirk Cousins at plus six and a half in Buffalo. And then the news comes out. Josh Allen's out. And I mean, this line moves to like four and a half. It goes to <laughs> Minnesota being minus one. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, that, that will take a huge shift. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would be one of those weird advantages to picking now. So you're welcome. Yeah. Uh, but I will take. I'm going to hate myself for doing it, but I'm going to do it. The Bears? No, it's not that. It's Baby Yoda. He's not going to go 0-3 once the new Call of Duty comes out. DeAndre Hopkins is back. He is. He's an anytime touchdown god. Yeah. It's honestly hard not to, man. If they get to 17 points, the Rams aren't getting to 21. I'm taking the Cardinals plus three on turf. It's different. Lock it in. Arizona. Got it. Arizona. There it is. Last year, I think they he went to or he went to SoFi and fucking lit him up for like four touchdowns. Yeah. So here's the thing, we all pick dogs. I think they split last year. Yeah. And I I feel like it's when we all pick underdogs, it's just something magical's in the air. I like when it's an underdog world. It's it's a dog year though. Yeah. It's a dog year. I said it before when the season started. I was like, too many people are gambling. Vegas is hit to the scene now. Yeah. There's going to be a bunch of dogs that are just going to upset people. I love it. Nine and a half. So there it is. 75. Give me all those. <laughs> Give me. I'm going to need all those. That's so bad, dude. Okay. That's it. That's episode 75. Dorothy football. The Witcher Hour. <laughs> Done. <laughs>